from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Week number two here on The Fan. Looking forward to it. Had a good first week. We're only going to get better from there. And it took only a week for Dennis to, to, to bail on us. We have Graham leading the show. We go back to the, well. I can't even say we've gone to the bullpen because we're the starter for today. Exactly, we are the starter straight starter, out the gate. Starter, reliever, and closer. Uh, you just heard our guy Dennis filling in for Adam Gold, so uh, pushing the, the buttons to keep us up and running is Graham, who you just heard from. I'm Tim Donnelly. For those of you that weren't able to catch the show last week, uh, this is the new show. It's the Drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan, and tomorrow we're going to Charlotte for ACC football kickoff. We'll be live there. Interviews. We'll be live there for for talking with the coaches, the players, getting the the latest update from Jim Phillips. Uh, But it it seems like we're going to Charlotte tomorrow. Everybody's going to Charlotte for week one. Yeah. College game day is going to Charlotte for week one. I'm very excited about that. I'm I'm already trying to figure out what poster ideas I'm going to have to come up with since I'll be in attendance. I was was thinking about this. Uh, so, So let me set the stage for you here. College game day, going to Charlotte for week one. College game day is kind of the the unofficial, uh, we're going to be in the place with the best atmosphere, right? The the place where the fans are going the, the craziest. You all, I mean, I don't know why I'm explaining this like you don't know. Everybody knows college game day, right? It's it's, it's Herb Street, it's Fowler, it's the crew, it's the primetime late game. It's North Carolina. It's Carolina, I should say, just to, to make sure we establish that dominance in this matchup from the beginning. It's Carolina versus South Carolina. In Charlotte. And now, now, first of all, big matchup, big quarterbacks. We'll talk about it. Uh, but it's it's an, always an opportunity when that many uh, spotlights are shined on you. When there's that many zoom-ins on your team, it's always an opportunity. Carolina fans, you get to uh, flex a little bit, right? And that's where, where what Graham was talking about comes into play, right? You get to show what kind of energy you give your team. You get to show every recruit. You get to show every other fan base what kind of energy you give your team. From posters to how loud you get during the game. I know it's technically a neutral site, but it's in North Carolina, so I'm not calling it completely neutral. right? If, if neutral is 50-50, this is 75-25. Start thinking of, of how you can show out for your, for your fan base now. I'll get it started just so all of you can uh, kind of get the wheels turning here a little bit. I think a very common sign that you're going to see is something along the lines of, uh, like, we're the real Carolina, you're the the fake USC. Sure. Right? Because North, UNC, North Carolina, is going to say we're the real Carolina, South Carolina is the fake Carolina. And then you can throw in that they're the fake USC because, you know, Southern Cal is the, the real USC. Little things like that. Get them started. Get the juices flowing. Winner takes Darius Rucker. Winner takes Darius Rucker. We're playing for Hootie. The Hootie Bowl. <laughs> Uh, instead of the fish bowl, right? Like Hootie and the Blowfish Bowl. The Hootie Bowl, I like that. Uh, what it really comes down to is this. Uh, the, the college game day is there for, yes, two very good teams. Yes, two teams that have surprised at different times in the last few years. Uh, two coaches that are very personable. We had Mac Brown on this show last week, and it doesn't take long for you to recognize why he's such a good recruiter. Uh, we're going to talk to him again uh, this week when, when we, we catch up with him at ACC uh, football kickoff. Shane Beamer is another guy who, you know, it felt like 20 minutes after he he took the South Carolina job, he was having like 
uh, mayonnaise poured over his head from the Mayo Bowl. And it, and it was just like, this guy is all in towards making South Carolina understand his personality. So you have two programs with two coaches, with two good teams. And you also happen to have Drake May and Spencer Rattler. I'll put it this. I'll put it this way. One of those two guys after week one is going to be maybe not overtaking Caleb Williams, but is going to be top two in Heisman odds. Because this is going to be the game everyone watches week one. And whoever plays well, college game day is going to be there. The the primetime lights are going to be there. Whoever plays well is going to artificially and probably not even deservedly jump way the heck up. Think of it like last year with Anthony Richardson. Right, That first week he beat Utah, who was ranked 7th or whatever it was, ran for a bunch of touchdowns. He was doing the whole pump fake, spin move, uh, making crazy plays that we haven't seen before, and he went straight to he's going to win the Heisman. Week two they lost to Kentucky. He was never back in the mix. But that week one bump always exists. It's going to go to either Rattler or May. Outside of Caleb Williams. When you're the defending champ, you get a little bit of leeway. Then I'd say this, outside of Caleb Williams, these two guys probably, as quarterbacks, have the most aesthetically pleasing games. right? That, I mean, Drake May and Spencer Rattler, if you are just somebody who looks at uh, uh, football the way like Brazilians look at soccer, they play the beautiful game. Right, they're they're slinging it. They're they're making the throws. They're trying to fit it into small windows, and when they need to, they have a little bit of wiggle in their legs. But let's talk about this game, right? When college game day, which by the way is the breaking news or or breaking ish news, this this afternoon it was revealed. Week one college game day, all of the glitz and glamour going to be in Charlotte for North Carolina, South Carolina. All of that, it's fun for the players. Right, I know quite a few players that played on a game day game, uh, and and it just makes everything ramp up, and it's more fun for everybody. So it's fun for the players. It's it's fun for for really anyone involved. Fun for the fans. It means a ton to the program in an era where raising money and building hype is so darn important. These games count exponentially more. When it comes to name, image, and likeness collectives, asking money, asking for money, asking boosters for money, asking local businesses for money, nationally televised, prime time, everybody's watching them games mean more. Because when someone is giving 100000 200000 when someone is giving big, big money to a name, image, and like- likeness collective, which are these, these groups of, of, of people or, or donors that come together to fund the money that gets paid to the players that make them stay and not transfer, that make recruits stay, that make recruits commit, that make transfers come out of the portal and go to your team. When those collectives are, when there are players, or I shouldn't say players, when there are people, alumni giving huge amounts of money to those collectives, what are they buying? Because you don't get anything, right? It's not like you make the collection, uh, donation, and and or or you know fundraising, and then you turn around and get like uh, you know a suite in the 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 stadium. What you're getting is bragging rights. What you're getting is is your team, your alumni base gets to talk trash to the other alumni bases. Right when you're in the the C-suite meeting and you're a CEO that went to North Carolina and you have a CFO that went to to South Carolina, you get to walk in peacocking after that that win. And when are bragging rights most obvious? After your team dominates on a big old flashy national stage. 
right? If you're the North Carolina guy or or lady in the office, if you're the Carol like you wear your your light blue or your Carolina blue, I should say, pin on on your your jacket lapel every single day, and everybody knows it. If it's on national television, everybody's telling you, "Hey, big day for the Tar Heels on Saturday after the game." If it's not nationally televised, if you have to go find it on the ACC network's deepest, darkest recesses, you have to tell everybody else, hey, my team won. That's not as fun. That's not as fun. It's also a little bit of proof of concept, right? If you pay for a quarterback like Drake May to stay, you get to brag after they beat South Carolina with game day in town. So you kind of convince yourself to go pay for a quarterback like Drake May again. The school, the donors, the collectives, the fundraisers, They need games like this, they need college game day there, and they need to play well. A lot of pressure on these two teams. It's going to be really fun for the rest of us. We'll be in Charlotte tomorrow for ACC football kickoff. Everybody, including game day, will be in Charlotte for week one when UNC and and South Carolina battle it out. That news breaking just a little bit ago early this afternoon. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly on 99.9 The Fan. I'm Tim Donnelly and Graham producing the show today, so I'll continue to remind you of his presence. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, ECU, that's East Carolina, and their head coach, Mike Houston, they're mad. They have a right to be mad, and I'll tell you why they're mad coming up next. Stick around. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. ECU is mad and they, they have a right to be mad and I'm going to tell you why they are mad in a quick second. But first, uh, shout out to our guy David on Twitter. Uh, by the way, you can follow me on Twitter at Donnelly Sports. That's D-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S. And I want to encourage interaction with with all of you. So uh, whether it's the YouTube comments, we post a lot on YouTube, 99.9 The Fan, uh, or on Twitter. You can go directly to me, at Donnelly Sports, or at 99.9 The Fan there. Also, um, I want to get get a little back and forth here. It's the second week of the show. I feel like we're we're friends enough now to, to bicker, right? We're now comfortable enough where we can disagree and not hate each other. At least that's the way I look at it. Uh, <laughs> I said that it was 75-25, uh, a, a quote-unquote home game for, for North Carolina, and, and David said 75-25. to 25. Um, No. Columbia is closer to Charlotte than Chapel Hill. It'll be 60-40 South Carolina. I'm a state fan, and I'll be there in my South Carolina gear. I, I don't think I was literally talking about attendance when I said 75-25. I was kind of going off vibes. Yeah. And and if you are the University of North Carolina, if you're Carolina, and you're playing anywhere within the, the, the borders of North Carolina, I feel like the vibe is that you are the home team, like 75-25 to South Carolina. But I'm going to defend some Gamecocks fans here for a second. In previous seasons when South Carolina has played in short at Bank of America Stadium, you could make an argument that short turns into Columbia 2.0. I mean, South Carolina, I don't know if it's just because of the whole SEC versus ACC thing, 
But when you think about it, when it was North Carolina, South Carolina, the Dukes Mayo Bowl, and then when I was there for the NC State, South Carolina, when it was the Belt Kickoff Bowl, South Carolina fans are known to overrun that stadium. So I'm challenging Carolina fans right now on air to show up and show out for that game on September 2nd. I, I agree with every, everything you just said. It's just, I mean, it's 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 really just a, a pride thing, right? Like when you're recruiting, you talk about building a fence around the 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 state, right? When uh, when you are growing up, you hope that there's uh, the local teams, meaning the in-state teams, all over the place. Not to mention, you know, and and this applies in some cases and not in others, but but just in any state in in the country, right? In-state tuition. Right. Like parents are oftentimes going, hey, what what do we think about the schools that are right here? Right. What do we think about those big old state schools rather than uh, why don't we go out of state where where maybe the price is a little higher? There's there's a lot of obvious, um, you know, uh, back and forth in any rivalry. And I'm sure South Carolina fans would love nothing more than to flood the stadium and and have it 80, 20 South Carolina over North Carolina. But uh but you, I mean, it's you get you you eventually have to put you know your flag down and say one of us is from within the borders of North Carolina, one of us is not, and and we're gonna act like it, right? You're a guest in our state, is how I would, kind of kind of put it down. But yes, I mean, any rivalry, there's gonna be those types of things. Let's jump to ECU. ECU's head coach Mike Houston is mad, and he should be. And uh, you know, as as maybe uncool as it sounds, he did a little tattling. A little snitching, if you will. East Carolina head coach Mike Houston, okay, just to give you the the, the full breakdown here, uh, said he reported a school to the NCAA for tampering this offseason. He declined to say which school, but said it is not in the region. For some of his thoughts on uh, on on tampering as a whole, what's right, what's wrong with NIL, here's a, a comment from Houston over the weekend. You know, and I, I just think that, uh, you know, it almost undermines, it's almost created a situation where it undermines a lot of the things that we all believe in. And, there's, you know, the tampering and, and the, 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 the behind-the-scenes conversations and, uh, you know, sometimes misleading uh, a student-athlete and thinking something's one way and it's not that way. And it's just, it really has kind of undercut you know, a lot of the things that I know that we all believe in and, and what we tried to teach our kids for years uh, about, you know, how you achieve things in life and how you're successful in life. And now you you have all this other stuff thrown in. And I just, I just, I, I don't like it a whole lot. I mean, that's not, none of us do. Those are his thoughts on tampering. Now, why does that become a deal? Or why does that become something that, that takes it to the next level? Because he reported that school to the NCAA is the report. He said it was not a third party that was reaching out, but rather members of that program. Houston said he has not heard from the NCAA yet in response. He was at the uh, the Bill Dooley event last night, or I should say over the weekend, and there there were uh, all of the, the triangle coaches and all of the Carolina coaches essentially uh, from the state. Here's part of the quote. We heard it was going on. We called the institution and told them. Said, listen, this is what's going on. You need to nip it in the bud. It continued on, and so that's when we turned them in. This is one of, if not the worst parts of the transfer portal to me. Because if a player is happy and not in the portal, they should not be contacted by other schools. I completely agree with this. 
his program, if, if, if your player is not in the portal, your program is doing what it should be doing. So in this case, ECU and Mike Houston are doing what they should be doing, which is providing a valuable experience to the players, right? Making it a worthwhile experience for the players so they don't want to leave. So you do not need, you should not have to deal with other schools putting a little little uh, worm in the ear of your players because you're doing your job. If there is a situation where you are not making it a worthwhile experience for your players, if there is a situation where ECU is not providing what the players were hoping for, whether it be playing time, support, uh, comfort, a valuable experience, they'll put their name in the transfer portal, and then all the schools in the world can contact them. That's how the situation is set up, and that's why it is set up that way. You should not be able to reach out to players in the transfer portal, and there should be a more direct line of, of, of consequence, right? Hey, this is happening. I have the proof. I have the text. I have the call records. The player came to us and said, like, all of those things turned into the NCAA should be dealt with. Because if there's no consequences, there's no fear of, 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 there's no fear of consequences, and there's no reason to stop. Now, here's where I twist myself into a pretzel a little bit. I'm not, I, I don't, I don't pretend to say I'm like never a hypocrite. Sure. Right? I mean, everybody has their, their logic puzzles in their brain that don't add up. So occasionally I'm a hypocrite, but the thing I'm going to try to do is call it out. Right. So I'm, I'm like, at least I'm aware of it. Right. Hypocrisy without awareness is, is a problem to me. Uh, I also have this thought at the very same time. If a player doesn't realize that a better opportunity is out there, I, I love to be pro player in every single organization in every single situation. So what if a player is bawling out for ECU and just has no awareness? They don't have, they're not connected to the business, right? They don't have friends uh, in, in marketing and they don't realize that they could go make, I don't know, half a million dollars at a power five school. I tend to be pro player. I tend to want them to know that there's a better opportunity out there, especially if there's someone that the, the money could be life-changing. So is it, you know there there might be one of those like well-intentioned rule breaks but also it's it's self-serving right if you're an assistant coach at another school and you reach out to a player not in the portal and say hey if you come here I think I could get you half a million dollars you could twist it in your brain to say I am doing something good for this player when in actuality you're doing something good for the prospects of of your team the following year So I look at it like this the rules are in place for a reason. If ECU doesn't want you contacting their players that are not in the portal, they should have every right to say, hey, NCAA, what the heck are you letting this, this other group get away with? And ECU players should be able to make the decision on whether you contact them or not. Credit to Mike Houston, because there's a lot of group of five schools that if they have a player that is desirable enough for another team to reach out, then that player is often looking. The fact that they have the, the culture set up where uh, another team is contacting one of their players and they heard about it before the player put their name in the portal to go somewhere else, it's pretty darn impressive. And it means they're doing their job. And because they're doing their job, I tend to be on their side. If the players don't want to leave, they should be rewarded for that because there's a whole bunch of players or a whole bunch of places all over the country where players are itching to get out. Credit to Mike Houston. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. 
primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.